Floor behind the chair. This is America. Does everybody know what time it is? Fix it radio. And it is that time. Fix It Radio, KLZ 560. Myself, John Rush, Larry Unger joining me today. Normally he's answering phones, but I thought we'd bring Larry in today, and you don't hear a lot from Larry, so might as well have Larry join us today, which he's here with us. Charlie Grimes, of course, our engineer, and uh, this is a live show on December the 3rd, so we do replays, and you may hear this show at a later date. But today, in fact, it is December 3rd. We're heading into the Christmas holiday season, and I thought we'd talk you know, through a few things today couple of things we haven't gotten to yet that I've had on my list for a while. We'll get to today as well, but I thought we'd also talk about the upcoming Christmas season, which I, I, I talked about this yesterday on my program. I didn't think about this. I talked about it on Ready Radio, Larry. There is after this weekend. So those of you out, today is Saturday. You've got this Saturday, Sunday, and two others. And then it is Christmas weekend because Christmas Eve is on the 24th, as it always is, but that's a Saturday. Yes, Christmas is. is Sunday, so it's a Saturday, Sunday, Christmas Eve, Christmas, which means that weekend, for all intensive purposes, I know some folks show up, shop late on Christmas Eve, but bottom line, you've got this weekend and two others to really get everything done that you need to do either around the house or you know, purchasing gifts or whatever you're going to do. It doesn't seem, or it seems a long ways away, but it really isn't. It'll go by really fast. Very quickly, yes. And just to also fair warning, because of the way the holidays are falling this year, we will be you know doing best of shows on the 24th and the 31st because of that time of the year. It's the holidays and so on. And the way everything fell this way with it being on Saturdays, uh, next year it'll be a little bit different probably. But this particular year, the way things have fallen, no, we will not be here those Two weeks. So my point is, if you've got questions, things you need advice on, things you want to talk about, uh, these next three weeks will be your chance to call in and chat and get those things taken care of, because that's why we're here live. Exactly. And if you don't want to take the time to ask the questions, text us. Good idea, Larry. Thank you. 307-200-8222 is the text line. Most of you know that. If you don't, you can go to the website, fixitradio.com. It's listed there as well. But 307 307- Two hundred eighty-two twenty-two is our phone number. I want to start off to Stack Optical. Uh, they're one of our great sponsors of our program, uh, Ready Radio, Fix It Radio, and of course Drive Radio. I had an eye exam done not that long ago. I told I told all of you about that, and that's what they do at Stack Optical. They've got a great optometrist uh, that's there, and. Uh, well, I'll just let me say it this way: Larry and I were talking about this earlier before we came on air about experience. And what that means, not only in the trades, but just in general. We were even talking about football and some things along those lines. Well, I think experience says a lot. And that doesn't mean that young people, and even younger doctors in this case, don't know what's going on. But anytime you've had somebody that's seasoned and has been around for a long time and has seen all sorts of different things, the more you do it, the better at it you get. And in the case of Stack Optical, they have got a seasoned optometrist. In fact, he doesn't work full-time. You have to make an appointment because he's at that stage of life where he doesn't have to. But he's very good at what he does. And it is a he. 
and he is very good. And I'll tell you, he's looking at not just the health of your eyes, but what what does it take to have the proper prescription at the end of the day for what you do in life? Larry, I got asked questions in this particular um, uh, visit that I'd never been asked before when it came to my eyes. You know, what do you do? What do you do for a living? What are you looking at all the time? You know, what's your average distance for reading? I mean, all these different questions, and I'm like, I've never had anybody, you know, when I've had an eye exam before, I've never had anybody really sit down and ask all those questions. Nope, but never I do. did this time. And if you think about it, all of that has an effect upon what kind of prescription are you going to get at the end of the day to best suit you and your lifestyle. What color lens, what color... Everything. Yes, everything. everything. And so bottom line, yes, I got an eye exam, ordered uh, the Stack Pack, which uh, Alan Stack has a great interchangeable lens glass. And it's hard to explain it without going down there and physically seeing it for yourself. But these are very, very robust glasses. There's different types of frames that you can order. And he can insert all the different types of lenses that you need so that if you're somebody like myself that wears contacts and maybe you just want a regular sunglass lens, great. He can do that. Maybe on the same token, I don't want to wear contacts on a particular day, and I want my lenses to do what my contacts would normally do. He can do that. He can make it so you can see better at night, so you can see better during the day. You name it, they can do it all. Stack optical. I know I'm talking a lot here about Alan, but I had a great exam and a great time there. And I said this yesterday on Ready Radio. The other thing about Stack Optical, they have about every type of frame you can imagine. So... Some of you want to have really exotic, you know, frames. Well, you can do that if you'd like that, you know, Louis Vuitton, blah, 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 and, you know, have all of the name brand stuff. He's got that. Or all the way down to even some of the basic uh, wireless frames to where Alan builds it all, of him, all himself off of the lens itself, and it doesn't even look like you've got a frame on your glasses. So really, anything in between, all the different types of lenses, everything done in-house, stack optical, and it's on our website, fixitradio.com. But 303-321-1578. I cannot uh, talk highly enough about Alan and his team there, and the service is just impeccable. And I got a nice little thank you note yesterday from you know buying glasses, and not just because it's me, it's just what they do on a regular basis, but you know, Alan puts a little handwritten note on it as well. And those are things, you know, Larry, you and I used to do in the automotive world when somebody oh, would come in, even for an oil change, you'd send a little thank you card. And, yep. you know, I will say anymore, I can probably count on one hand throughout the entire year the amount of people you do business with where you get something handwritten back to you. Oh, I've never have in the last probably five or six years. So it, there, just, it just doesn't happen. So there you go, folks. If you want that personalized service, not only Stack Optical, but all of the folks that we have as partners, these are the type of people that you're dealing with. It's very much a hands-on service. Well, I know when I used to send notes out or I'd return a call, you know, I, I used to put it down on my on my calendar, and I would call the customer back two or three days after the correct, you know, repairs, whatever, and just make sure everything was yep. okay. How we doing? Yep. And what that tells them is, you care. You care. That's, That's right. right. You care. It's not just about the money. It's not about the service. It's about. That's right. Anyways, but, you know, folks, those are the kind of partners we have. And I call them partners because that's what they are. If you enjoy what we do here on a regular basis, I would encourage you to use those partners. They're all listed on the website. And we've got some great ones from Absolute Electrical Heating and Air all the way to Affordable Interest Mortgage and everywhere in between. Uh, You name it, we pretty much have somebody that can help you with whatever it is you need. And if there's somebody that you need something for that we don't have a listing of, I'm always, you know, working on new 
you know, new new potential sponsors and partners. So, and if you know somebody that would make a good partner for us, please let me know. Reach out, send me a text message or an email, either way, and I'll reach out to those different businesses and see what we can't do to have them be a part of what we do. We vet everybody out. There isn't anybody that we have that I do not know on a personal basis and or use myself or a combo of. In some cases, maybe have used first, and then they became a sponsor. Yep. In a lot of cases, that's what happens as well. So these are people I have very close knowledge of and uh, have vetted and great, great individuals that we – I call them individuals because these are all people behind the, the companies that, that we have as partners. So Well, you know as well as I do, John, that the worst thing you can do is sponsor somebody that – isn't a quality person correct because that makes the show sound bad it makes everybody sound bad good and point, it makes larry. our listeners not happy with what you just good point larry suggested. Well, and i'm very thankful for all of the partners that we have so I, especially this time of the year as we head into the christmas season uh and, and if there's anything you need again as we head into christmas we'll talk about some of that here today uh please use some of the partners that we have if need be and get taken care of that way so certain things that we talked about a a, a few weeks ago on permitting, and this is where I want to make sure we finish things up. And yes, I know permitting be- can become a burden. And yes, there's far too many permits needed for things that are done. I get that, and I am not a fan of just adding a permit to have a permit to have a permit. I'm, I'm not that guy either. Although there are some things, and the last time we talked about this, we got into the septic system end of things. And yes, septic systems have to be permitted obvious as to why there's lots of things that go on when it comes to a septic system you want to make sure that thing is working properly that it's got all of the right you know slope drain everything in the leach field is working properly they have you know they have guidelines as to how far away from any kind of fresh water a well so you know if you're a a house where you've got your own well and a septic system they've got to be so many feet apart from one another for obvious reasons i mean there's all sorts of reasons why they do some of that and again i'm not I'm not always that guy to just go, you know, that just says, hey, yeah, we need a law or a permit for X. But there are cases where they're there for, an, for you know, for, for, for necessity's sake, I guess I should say. The, some of the things I just mentioned a moment ago is part of why. And you have to wonder, Larry, did they, you know, did somebody at one point in time put the septic system right next to the well? Or did they just not have enough common sense at, at one point in another, you know, to, to separate those out, you know, so many feet Certainly apart? they did. Let's face it. You know, you go up in the, in the mountains, and they had their outhouse right next to the well. True. So. <clears throat> True. And, you know, we, we forget that ground leeches. That's why they call the leach field in the septic system such. It's a leach field. It's leaching all of the, the uh, what do you want to call it, the, 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 the biomass that's coming out of the septic tank itself. And there's bacteria in there that are you know, dissolving things and breaking it down and so on. But eventually that that water, that that black water, has to go out its place and, yep. and, and be disposed of. That's what the leach field is for, and it's leaching out into the soil. Now, is that a bad thing? No, there's lots of microorganisms and things there that are actually feeding the ground and helping things out. But I don't think anybody wants to drink that, Larry. <laughs> no, not at all. And, you know, what people don't understand is, for me... I've never had a septic system. Okay. I've lived in a house that had plumbing had and so on and so your forth. your whole life? So, wow. Yeah, so you don't know what, what is necessary. But when mm. you have those systems, there's a whole lot of different things. Yeah, and then that's something we could probably give everybody a little bit of tip on right now. And I didn't do this the last time. We just talked about the permitting side of it and 
septic systems in general, but we didn't get into what you do if you have one. And to Larry's point, there's a lot of folks that maybe grew up in the city or grew up in an area of the city where you always had sewer. Yep. Now you're in an area of the city because there's still parts of our, our of, of the Front Range area here. You do not have to be in the boonies to have a septic system. No, not at all. You can be in the middle of town, and depending upon when your home was built and how things were done around you, you may be on a septic system. There's probably homes, I don't think I'm wrong in saying this, even in the inner parts of the city here, that may very well still be on septic. Oh, I'm sure they are. So yep. if you are somebody that finds yourself, and this is something else, don't be afraid of buying a house with septic, because a lot of folks will look at a house and say, oh, oh it's got a septic system. I, 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 want a, I want sewer only. Not, it, it's not the end of the world no, to do that. I th- th- yes, thank you. Those are the words I was looking for. It's not the end of the world. Is it preferable to have sewer? Sure. If you've got that ability and it, and it works, yes. Although, although think of this. Ready Radio, I do that on Fridays from 2 to 3. It's sort of our preparedness show where we just sort of talk about being ready for the what-ifs of life. Now, just something to think about. If there's some sort of a complete natural disaster and it's widespread and the electric grid is off, uh, guess what happens to wastewater? Yep. Folks, it moves uphill. The closer you are to the plant the faster you're going to have problems in your sewer system that's going out to the city. Now, this is probably not legal, so please don't do what I'm saying, but it makes you think that maybe if you're on sewer and you thought there was going to be some sort of a problem and you have access to your main line going out, you may want to put a close-off valve in that because if something were to happen and everything goes dead... And things, they are processed. There's something else most people don't realize. Everything that goes down the pipe in the sewer eventually goes back into a river. Yes. No one ever thinks about that. That's why the further downstream you are, the difference the water starts to look and taste as you go further downstream, folks. Yes, it does. Because everything in a wastewater plant, once it's all cleaned and taken care of, goes right back into a waterway. Yep. It does not get held in some sort of a reservoir, because think about that. All the water, fresh water that's going into the pipes of all of the houses in the metro area like we have right here. And granted, we have multiple facilities that are taking care of you know, Every city may even, some cities even have more than one wastewater treatment plant. They don't just have one. But typically, your wastewater treatment plant in your neighborhood or your city is downstream. So if you look at the lay of the land, and you can always get a Google map out and just Google your city and you can even type in wastewater treatment plant, and you'll see where it's at. And it will be, because civil engineers do it this way, because it's just the way it's done. It is downstream of the city and usually on the farthest edge of wherever the slope of the city heads to. That's where the wastewater treatment plant will be, typically. Yes, it is. And going along with that, when you decide you're going to buy a house, you better look at the floodplain. Correct. All that comes into play. Yes, it does. So if there starts to be backups yep. and things are heading downhill, you'll be one of the first ones to, to be affected. So I'll go back to the septic system. This is where septic systems have some advantages. If something were to happen, everything is shut down, the power is off, the pumps aren't working at the wastewater treatment plant. Those of you that have septic, you got nothing to worry about. Nope. You're self-contained. That's right. You will not have any issues any way, shape, or form. Now, back to those, some of you that are looking at potentially 
buying a home with septic. We can take a break. We'll come back. I'll give you a few tips on how you use one to make it more efficient, less costly to own and operate, and at the end of the day, we'll keep you out of trouble. And there's also things that you cannot put in a septic system Correct. that people do put Correct. in their sewer system. So we, we will talk about some of that as soon as we come back. So some of you that are maybe looking at homes and, hey, I found a really nice home I like, but it's got septic. I'm not sure I want that. Again, to Larry's point, I would not let that be a stumbling block, but there are things you need to know about it. And I'll explain some of that because I've only, I'm, I'm the opposite of Larry. I grew up on septic lived in areas where there was city sewer for a you know short time, probably a 10-year or so time frame of my life. Outside of that, I've had septic pretty much my entire life. So I'm the opposite of Larry. So we'll talk about that as soon as we come back. Don't go anywhere. Fix It Radio, KLZ 560. Thinking rates are too high to buy a home? Wish they were in the threes or fours? Well, your wait is over. Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage. With a 3-2-1 buy-down, you can now purchase a home at 3.193% first year, 4.913% second, 5.913 the third, and the remaining years at 6.913, with an APR of 6.985. If rates go down, refinance and save even more. On a $400,000 loan, your monthly payment would be over $748 a month less the first year, $511 the second, $262 the third, with a total savings of over $18,000. Before you buy, take AIM, 720-895-0500. Three-to-one buy-downs available up to 95% loan-to-value. If you're thinking about home ownership, now may be the best time to purchase. Call Affordable Interest Mortgage, 720-895-0500. Own your new home and save thousands in payments. That's 720-895-0500. 80% LTV, 30-year fixed, 6.985% APR, 740 FICO, primary home, rates as of 1116, NMLS 298191, and rates subject to change. Do you know that your windshield is getting more expensive to replace? Most vehicles have options that help keep the vehicles from avoiding accidents or even keep it in the traffic lane. These windshields require more than just a replacement of the glass. They also require a calibration of the computer system to make sure everything is operational to the specifications the manufacturer set when the vehicle was built. You can't trust the traveling glass replacement shop to do these necessary calibrations as they require special equipment and in most cases an indoor shop to perform the calibration. We have two Novus locations that can replace your windshield and also do these calibrations. Novus Fort Collins and Novus Sterling. Both are fully equipped with the latest technology to service your vehicle properly. Find either location by going to any of our websites, ready-radio.com, drive-radio.com, or fixitradio.com. Just click on the Novus link. That's Novus Autoglass. You are responsible for making sure that you are properly insured, but you're not alone. While Paul Leuenberger believes in personal accountability, he wants to make sure he's setting you up for success as your home and auto insurance agent. Paul will teach you about how you can save money on your premium while being fully covered in case of a loss. Your insurance should be for emergencies, not petty cosmetic issues. Insurance is not a coupon, your bank account, or for maintenance. Paul Leuenberger will tell you that your insurance is for emergencies. And when you work with Paul, you'll be rewarded for your diligence. Ask him about their incentivizing rebate program. Take a higher deductible and take responsibility. It's just one of the ways they can afford to keep their rates low. Take control of your life. Take responsibility for your insurance coverage. Call Paul Lewinberger with American National Insurance now at 
303-662-0789. That's 303-662-0789. We know that summer weather won't last forever. Getting your furnace checked before old man winter arrives can avoid costly and inconvenient breakdowns on your HVAC system. Absolute Electrical Heating and Air is offering a $59 furnace tune-up special to ensure the reliability of your HVA system before you need it the most. No wait time from the best team Denver has to offer. Schedule your $59 furnace tune-up now so you don't lose precious heat when you need it the most. Call 720-442-8842 or go to fixitradio.com today. For quality and service beyond compare, call Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. Leaves are falling, squirrels are burying their nuts, and pumpkin spice is everywhere. Winter is coming, and you need the assurance that your family has a reliable roof over their heads. Hi, this is Madison Hart. And Elizabeth Hart. Don't want to replace your roof yet? We know just the guy. Call our dad, Dave Hart, owner of Roof Savers Colorado, and he may be able to save you thousands by adding five years of life to your existing roof with a RoofMax treatment. With a dry roof and a temperature of at least 38 degrees, he can still spray the treatment. And it gets better. Because RoofMax is a 100% plant-based product, you can keep your family, pets, and even a squirrel safe. Our dad has helped 95% of his clients avoid a costly replacement. But if your roof needs a replacement, he can do that too. He's just that cool. Need the peace of mind that your roof will hold up through a Colorado winter? Call our dad at 303-710-6916. That's 303-710-6916. Or go to RoofSaversColorado.com and he will assess your roof to see if it qualifies for the treatment. All right, we are back. Fix It Radio, KLZ 560. Myself, Larry Unger, and Charlie Grimes. We were just talking through the break, and I think I'll do this, uh, see if I can't get this done maybe after the first of the year. be really fun to interview somebody that handles you know, wastewater treatment plants, either a manager or a worker or somebody. I know that usually has to be approved by somebody, but I, I think it would be an interesting conversation to see what all do they see at their end, and even on the sewer side, what should never go down the drain and really quick this is probably a little psa here uh, those of you listening never ever ever flush prescription drugs no. down the toilet never or down you know throw them down the sink or whatever and the reason for that is as i said a little bit ago everything that goes down the drain in your house even on sewer ends up in a waterway now, they do a really good job of extracting all of the solids and getting, you know, 99% of what's in that wastewater cleaned up before it goes back out into the stream. But there are some things they just cannot take out. And so think about the things that you end up flushing down the toilet and where it ends up. And, and I'm, you guys all know me. I'm not a greenie, but I believe in leaving this place better than we found it. And the last thing I want to do is shove things into the river that don't need to be there. Well, not only the river, but it's going to go back into the... Somebody else's drinking water yep. down the road as well. Now, I don't know about all cities, but I can tell you the city of Thornton, mm-hmm. they have a prescription drop-off. Yeah, most do now. So, Great yeah, point. so if you want to get rid of those prescriptions... Great point. It's another one. We should have somebody on, and we'll just talk through some of that at some point. But back to septic systems. And those of you, you're thinking, hey, thinking about buying a house, or maybe you've, maybe you've moved into one, you've never had a septic system before, and you're wondering... What should I do? How do I not only maintain it, but what should go down it? So here's the rule of thumb. And this is one I'll I'll explain thoroughly, but if it's not biodegradable, in other words, if you couldn't eat it, don't put it down the toilet or a drain 
inside of your house if you have a septic system. Because keep in mind, bacteria has to dissolve whatever you're putting down the drain. So this includes even be very, very careful with what you use as cleaning products when it comes to a septic system. Some cleaning products are septic safe. By the way, most are not. So you have to be really careful even inside of your home as to what you're using to clean toilets and things like that because certain chemicals will kill the good bacteria in the septic tank, which you need to eat the solids and things that are actually in the septic tank. Well, that's what I was going to say. There's chemicals out there that people tell you you can put into your septic system and it helps kill whatever. But you do need the bacteria. You need the good bacteria. Yes. And theoretically, if a septic system is working exactly the way it's supposed to, it should never have to be pumped. Now, I use that term loosely because very few people ever use a system exactly the way it's supposed to be used and would never have a problem. That's why most cities even anymore will require a pumping every four or five years, something along those lines. And if you sell a house with a septic system, they require pumping and inspection of the system yes. before you can even sell the house and transfer it to the next person. But rule of thumb on septic systems is don't put anything down it that you couldn't eat. Now, I'll give a caveat to that. Even solids when it comes to food be careful what you put down the garbage disposal best rule of thumb is just don't put anything down it other than biodegradable toilet paper all of your other you know solids and things that you would normally put down and that is it nothing else goes down the drain if you you know before you were to clean off your plate you've you've had thanksgiving everybody's come over you have a septic system you do not pour everything down the drain, turn on the garbage disposal, and let leftover turkey and cranberries and all of that run down the drain. No, you scrape that off into yep. a wastebasket. You then do your dishes like you normally would or fill the dishwasher up or however you do whatever it is you do in your home. But in a lot of cases where you've got a sewer system, sure, you can run that mashed potatoes and gravy right down the old garbage disposal, have it run down the drain, and it's not a problem. In a septic system, that is. Yes, and you don't do that. And believe it or not, even in your home plumbing, if you put potatoes in your yeah, just don't. garbage disposal, it's a problem because just, yeah. it dulls the blades. Yeah. It's, again, if everybody even did with a sewer system what you do with a septic system, you'd have a lot less plumbing issues yes. as well. But again, bottom line, don't put anything down it that you can't eat or is not 100% biodegradable because when you do, you have a risk of damaging your system and causing problems. Joe, what's going on? John, another thing you shouldn't do with your septic system, if you have one, don't put a salt exchange a water softener right. system. Right, no salt. Because you're, you're, for those who are not familiar, the salt exchange, you've got a big tank, you fill it up with the salt pellets from the grocery stores, and depending on how, much, how often you use your water, once a week, twice a month, um, it will flood and, and then backwash the right. tank back out into your leach field, and it will pump your septic tank full of salt water, and that salt water will kill a great many of the good bacteria. So. Yep. Again, we, we, we don't want anything going down it that's going to kill the bacteria that we need to make the system work like it's supposed to. And if your leach field is too shallow, by the way, that salt will also kill the grass above yep. the leach field. Sure will. Yeah, so we, no. we in Colorado especially, Joe, do not have salt-tolerant plants. Right. At all. So... Yeah, so do not, uh, so don't put a salt exchange water softener if you, if you have a septic tank. So, 
And you know what? And I'm I'm really dumb on this, Joe, because I've never had a a water softener. Is that the only way to soften water? Is with salt, or is there another way now to do no, there's, that? There's re, there's reverse osmosis systems which are great, which don't use any any chemicals. Okay. So reverse osmosis. So if you're somebody with a septic system and you're looking to have your water more soft, more soft, then do something along those lines. Don't do the old fashioned way. Yeah, not the not again, not with the fifty pound bags of salt. Uh, it, it'll just. Uh, It'll kill your. It'll kill the grass above your septic, and it'll kill yeah. the bacteria in the septic, and you wind up pumping it. Yeah, great point. Hey, Was John, it? you want to take uh, two minutes to talk about uh, holiday shopping scams? Sure. Oh, I've got uh, a few stories of my own, so yes, go ahead. Let's do it. Well, a couple. Um, one is the too good to be true shopping scam, which is right now. You'll see these ads. You know, Ray Ban sunglasses, thirty nine dollars. Yep. Um, Apple iWatch, uh, one hundred and forty nine dollars. Uh, iPhone three ninety nine, uh, Bose Bluetooth headsets, you know twenty nine ninety nine, and you click on it and you go to this website, John, and it's 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 got beautiful stuff, it's professionally done. You got all this stuff on it, and you'll click on it and say, yeah, I want those Bose, you know, for a gift. Right. I want those Bose thirty nine dollar, you know, high fidelity wireless. Uh, headsets. I want those. I want those quiet sound headphones or whatever <laughs> yeah, they are. Right, right, whatever it is. Boom, and you boom, and then and you may even get like I get. You know, from my credit card account, I get alerts on my phone. Did you just order? You know, and and if I say no, you know, they'll they'll cancel the charge or they right. won't honor it. Yeah. But but you'll say, yeah, boom. You know, I want those Ray Ban sunglasses, thirty nine dollars because they're like one hundred and fifty nine dollars sunglasses. And you'll get the alert on your cell phone. You say, yep, that's a good charge. I just ordered that. Guess what? You'll never see your merchandise and you'll never get your money back. Nope. So nope. that, that, that's one, and it's really popular right now because you get these Huge, and there are so many what they call clone sites, folks, to where you've got to be extremely careful. Is this site legit? And there's a couple of ways to determine if it is. One, look up the URL itself. In fact, if you look at if, if you're going to a URL and it's you know www.nike.com and there's all sorts of other things behind it. First of all, it won't be nike.com. It'll be nike.cam or nike. Some weird thing that you may not even notice a letter change, Joe. But it's enough of a difference that it's not taking you to Nike's site. So the best thing to do, if you think there's any kind of a deal like that, you would go to your browser and just type in www.nike.com, and if that sale is not listed there, it ain't legit. Right, and here's the other one that's happening this time of year. You'll get these for our 30% off your entire purchase for our store charge card customers only. So it'll say for our Kohl's charge card customers only, 30% off your entire purchase. And so you, or Macy's or Nordstrom's or, or whatever it is. And then you go on the site and said, you know, because you're a, a char- if you're a charge card customer, you know, store card, you get 30% off your next purchase. But it's on this coupons only for our, our store charge card customers. So please enter your store charge card number to get to claim mm-hmm. your 30% discount coupon. Mm-hmm. But guess what? <laughs> they just it's, got your info. If you just gave away your... Your Coles yep. or Nordstrom or Macy's charge card information. Yep. It, it, it is not. And Those are, and, and a lot of these, Joe, and you maybe you were going to allude to this, but a lot of these ads, all of you listening, are coming on your social media sites yes. yep. Twitter, Facebook, and the like, Instagram, and so on. You will see a lot of the things that Joe is mentioning. You will see those ads on your wall, in your feed, whatever you want to call it. And, and nine times out of ten, they are not legit. Well, anytime if somebody asks you for a card number, uh, social security number, it's a no-go. No, you don't do it, period. Yeah, so if it's too good to be true, 
It yeah. is. Yeah, it's not yeah. true. So, well, one more and one of two things, Joe. Here's the other thing that can happen. If it's too good to be true, it usually is. Or they may still you, – you can go to some sites, by the way, folks, that have some of these so-called products Joe's mentioning. And it may, by the way, at the end of the day, be a legit site. But let me tell you what. The products won't be. There'll be some sort of a counterfeit, knockoff, whatever. You are not buying that name brand product for the prices they're right. advertising it to you. Even if it's a legit site that sells products, Joe, it's not the same product. All right. And by the way, a, a variation of that, my wife ordered something online, and she got a – and about two weeks later, she gets this package in a padded envelope. And she it's like a piece of plastic junk, whatever. She, has, she said, what the – I didn't order this, whatever. So – I just threw it in my, in my desk, and it turned out she had ordered something for her sister, like a, a battery-operated or solar-powered pool cleaner, and what this company did is they sent her this package that had about $0.29 cents worth of plastic inside of it, and when she disputed the charge, they said, no, no, we sent you the package. Right. Here's, the, here's the UPS tracking number. Thank goodness I kept the package with the weight on it, and, you know, and I proved to the credit card company that the tracking number they give you, here's, yep. I took a picture of the envelope. I said, here's the weight of the envelope. The, the envelope, it was two ounces. Right. This device they're claiming they sent my wife for $49 had to weigh more than two ounces. So if you get an envelope with junk inside of Great it. Great point. So yep. save it. Be- yeah, because that's the other thing. A lot of times, Joe, there's the scam isn't even in the front side of now they've already collected all of your data, your credit right. card influence as, as well. But at the end of the day, they may have something legit they send you, but it's not the same thing that you think you're getting. Right. And so if you get some junk in an envelope, save yep. the junk, save the or take a picture of it, because if you go to dispute it, uh, you'll need proof that what you got was not what you ordered. Yep. One more thing. I know we talked about it on the Rush to Region show, but... This thing about ink, uh, ballpoint pens versus gel pens and check washing. Larry, have you heard about check washing? No, I haven't. Um, you know, I'd read about this, and I was skeptical. It said that thieves are, and I've heard about check washing passes, so that thieves take your check. Mm-hmm. If you live on a rural road or a suburban road, and you put your outgoing mail in the mailbox, put the flag up, they'll come along in the morning before the mailman. If they see a flag up in your mailbox, they'll take your mail, and sometimes they'll be a check you wrote. Well, the the claim was that if you write the check in ballpoint pen, the ballpoint, both the amount and the payer, can be removed with acetone, right. but not with, not with gel pen. Well, I was skeptical, so I took a piece of printer paper, I took a ballpoint pen, and I wrote the words, this is a ballpoint ink pen, and then I wrote the words, this is a gel pen with a gel pen, took my wife's nail polish remover and a cotton ball, and in 15 seconds, I had completely erased... Yep. The, uh, Which means you can change the payee to you in the dollar amount, and now it's yours. Yep. Right. I never heard so, that, but yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Makes so sense. If, so if you're going to write checks and you're going to put them in your mailbox, do not use a ballpoint pen. Yep. Use a Great gel point. pen. Because in 15 seconds with nail polish remover, you can absolutely erase anything yep. written in a ballpoint pen. That's right. You're 100% correct, Joe. And that was a, used to be bigger than it is today now with all the online payments and so on. It's not quite as big as it used to be. Although, although, in a lot of communities where folks still write checks, and you kind of probably know where I'm going with this, Joe, uh, those guys are still lurking around, trust me. Absolutely, yeah. they are. Yeah, particularly with older homes. And That's older right. Older homes which have 
curbside mailboxes. Older homes or even even some of the outgoing community mailboxes inside of apartment buildings and so on, Joe, similar. It's no different there. And really quick, if anybody thinks that little cheesy lock on the box of the outgoing mail is not tamper-proof, uh, think again. They, are, they could pick those in like three seconds. Yep. Yeah, by the way, I actually keep uh, a little tiny uh, set of lockpicks in my glove compartment. <laughs> and I've had to one or two. Yeah, times. and some, that, that particular lock I just mentioned with the little rake pick, Joe, you and I both know you could have that little mailbox open in no time flat. Yep, yep. You know, I, There's nothing I secure about it. It's just keeping an honest guy honest is all that's doing. Exactly. So, again, uh, try not to put checks in Good your point. mailbox. If you have to mail them, you know, take them to the post office, put yeah. them in a the blue mailbox. Uh, and if you're going to put them in your curbside mailbox, use a gel pen. Don't use yep. a ballpoint. Great point, Joe. Good point. Right, Appreciate guys. you very much. Have a great weekend, Joe. We'll take a you break. Did. We'll come right back. This is Fix It Radio, KLZ 560. You are responsible for making sure that you are properly insured, but you're not alone. While Paul Lewinberger believes in personal accountability, he wants to make sure he's setting you up for success as your home and auto insurance agent. Paul will teach you about how you can save money on your premium while being fully covered in case of a loss. Your insurance should be for emergencies, not petty cosmetic issues. Insurance is not a coupon, your bank account, or for maintenance. Paul Lewinberger will tell you that your insurance is for emergencies. And when you work with Paul, you'll be rewarded for your diligence. Ask him about their incentivizing rebate program. Take a higher deductible and take responsibility. It's just one of the ways they can afford to keep their rates low. Take control of your life. Take responsibility for your insurance coverage. Call Paul Lewinberger with American National Insurance now at 303-662-0789. That's 303-662-0789. End of the season, quiet, cool, blowout. The whole house fan you know and love, but with an added benefit. With any quiet, cool purchase, receive a full furnace clean, including disassembly and cleaning of your whole furnace so you're prepared when old man winter hits. By the way, that's a $300 value. That's the last thing you want to do is circulate all that dust through your clean home that's been sitting in your furnace when you fire it up for the first time. Call 720-442-8842 or go to fixitradio.com today. For quality and service beyond compare, call Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. Leaves are falling, squirrels are burying their nuts, and pumpkin spice is everywhere. Winter is coming, and you need the assurance that your family has a reliable roof over their heads. Hi, this is Madison Hart. And Elizabeth Hart. Don't want to replace your roof yet? We know just the guy. Call our dad, Dave Hart, owner of Roof Savers Colorado, and he may be able to save you thousands by adding five years of life to your existing roof with a RoofMax treatment. With a dry roof and a temperature of at least 38 degrees, he can still spray the treatment. And it gets better. Because RoofMax is a 100% plant-based product, you can keep your family, pets, and even a squirrel safe. Our dad has helped 95% of his clients avoid a costly replacement. But if your roof needs a replacement, he can do that too. He's just that cool. Need the peace of mind that your roof will hold up through a Colorado winter? Call our dad at 303-710-6916. That's 303-710-6916. Or go to RoofSaversColorado.com and he will assess your roof to see if it qualifies for the treatment. 
Do you know that your windshield is getting more expensive to replace? Most vehicles have options that help keep the vehicles from avoiding accidents or even keep it in the traffic lane. These windshields require more than just a replacement of the glass. They also require a calibration of the computer system to make sure everything is operational to the specifications the manufacturer set when the vehicle was built. You can't trust the traveling glass replacement shop to do these necessary calibrations as they require special equipment and, in most cases, an indoor shop to perform the calibration. We have two Novus locations that can replace your windshield and also do these calibrations. Novus Fort Collins and Novus Sterling. Both are fully equipped with the latest technology to service your vehicle properly. Find either location by going to any of our websites, ready-radio.com, drive-radio.com, or fixitradio.com. Just click on the Novus link. That's Novus Autoglass. Thinking rates are too high to buy a home? Wish they were in the threes or fours? Well, your wait is over. Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage. With a 3-2-1 buy-down, you can now purchase a home at 3.193% first year, 4.913% second, 5.913 the third, and the remaining years at 6.913, with an APR of 6.985. If rates go down, refinance and save even more. On a $400,000 loan, your monthly payment would be over $748 a month less the first year, 511 the second, 262 the third with a total savings of over $18,000. Before you buy, take AIM, 720-895-0500. Three to one buy-downs available up to 95% loan to value. If you're thinking about home ownership, now may be the best time to purchase. Call Affordable Interest Mortgage, 720-895-0500. Own your new home and save thousands in payments. That's 720-895-0500. 80% LTV, 30-year fixed, 6.985% APR, 740 FICO, primary home, rates as of 1116, NMLS 298191, and rates subject to change. All right, we are back. Fix It Radio, KLZ 560, and we'll finish up with some of the uh, permitting things. And then if we get some time here, running out, we've only got a few minutes left of the show today, but talking about... Christmas and Joe just you know got me thinking about some of the scams and things that are out there. Uh, I want to I want to add a couple of things to what Joe said. You know, really quick though, just to recap: if you have a septic system, they're not as bad as everybody thinks. The key is just be careful with what you put down. In my home, if you were to come to my house, we actually finally because we have guests and people that will show up from time to time, even family members that like Larry in his defense have never been around a septic system. So in my house, every bathroom. On the toilet or somewhere in the little bathroom itself, there's a sign that says what's allowable to be put down the drain and what's not. Yep. We created those. Why? Because I had my system pumped at one point because we had some issues and come to find out some things went down the drain that should not have been. And I know it's not from me or from my immediate family. So we had some guests and folks over. And so that's when we finally decided, okay, we need to put some signs up and let everybody know that's not used to a septic system, what should and should not go down it. For example, for example, packaging is misleading. You will even see wipes, okay, baby wipes. Yep. Septic safe. No, they're not. There's no such thing. Those things are not biodegradable. And they may be but not in the time frame that you need them to be to keep your system operating like right. it should. So, uh, And in my particular case, when my septic guy comes over, the wipes float to the top. And if he sees they're in there, I get charged extra per wipe for him to fish them out. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. 
So even some of these things that will say septic safe, no, it's not. Paper towels, not septic safe. There's even some forms of toilet paper that is not septic safe. You have to read the package and see what it says. Most toilet paper is, even some of the fancy Charmins and so on, they've now changed their formulas, and the majority of those are septic safe. But a lot of the other things that get used when it comes to personal hygiene are not septic safe, period. You know, and the other side of the coin is because of the Internet, the Googles, and so on and so forth, you can learn about your septic system pretty easily. One of the other things, too, that is, I know is common for folks that have sewer systems to do is gum. You can throw your chewing gum down the <laughs> yeah. toilet. Uh, that doesn't work very well in a septic system. No, it doesn't work very well in a toilet either. It doesn't, but a lot of folks will do that. Again, I'm just these are little things that people don't think about when you switch over from being on sewer to septic. So some of you that have septic systems, and maybe you have a lot of guests, or you'll have folks that will even come over like for a holiday like we just had, not a bad idea to put a little sign up. And they're they're pre-made. You can go online and find these. It's not hard. Order them up. You put them in a little frame or do whatever you want to inside your bathroom. And it's just a reminder to everybody that we have a septic system, and these are the only things allowable down the drain, period. Well, and it's important because people like me, wouldn't if know. I came to visit you, I wouldn't know. No, you wouldn't know. I would just automatically. Well, for example, Larry goes in, there's Kleenex there. So you blow your nose. A lot of cases, people think, oh, just throw that down the toilet. Exactly. Kleenex, certain forms of, is not septic safe. So you would not want to put that Kleenex down the toilet. Now, if you had sewer, flush it down. Who cares? Not a big deal. No big deal. deal. Yep. But you cannot do that if you have a septic system. So, again, Larry made a great point. Those of you that have septic systems, maybe you're new to one or you've had one for a while and you're always wondering, why am I having problems? Go look this stuff up and it will tell you quickly what you can and cannot put down your system. Okay, so anyways, just be careful a lot of that. And then the the tip, of course, onto the onto the uh, the water softener. I did get a text message in, too, from somebody that said in his particular case, a licensed plumber came in and they put the water softener drain into a floor drain that then daylights out to where it's not going down into the septic system at all. Great idea, by the way. I had a. Uh, water softener put in, and that's how they drained it, is through the uh, drain for the hot water tank. Okay. But it still had water going through the house. Gotcha. And it was interesting because on one side of the house where the hose bib was, was on water softener, and the other side was not on water softener. Mm. And if you try to water your grass with water that's been treated, it don't work so well. Gotcha. Gotcha. All right. Um, scams. And I wasn't going to get into this, but since Joe called in and kind of reminded me, folks, here's some rules of thumb to not be scammed around this time of the year. And the scammers, they're heavy all the time, but it gets more so, to Joe's point a few minutes ago, more so now. Why? Because they know you're more vulnerable. You're doing more things online. Your chances of even picking up phone calls and things like that increase this time of year than what they normally would. Here's a rule of thumb that I have in my world. Number one, and I have, I have a lot of contacts in my phone, a lot. But if my phone rings and I don't know the number and it doesn't come up with somebody that's registered to it, it don't get answered. I do the same thing. I let it period. go to voicemail. Period, period, period. If it is somebody that's important... 
and I need to call them back because sometimes folks will call about show stuff and I'll get even you know guests that are trying to book things and so on and they'll get my phone number and they'll call in. Uh, again, if I don't recognize the number, I do not answer it right off the bat. And here's what's really cool. There's this thing called voicemail. Yep. If it's really important... They will leave a they message. They will leave a message. Absolutely. I get the voicemail, and most of you now have you know voicemail to text message to where you know right off the bat what that was and who called and what it was for and so on. If you want to call them back, great. If not, if it's just some sort of an ad or somebody doing a survey or whatever the case may be, no. You, you, you know, Use your own judgment, but I, I, I don't call those individuals back. I, I, I'm not that guy. So if you call I'm me not either. and you're a nope. survey or you're something along those lines, I'm, I'm not picking up the phone. i got better things to do. And I will not. I refuse to answer the phone to anyone that calls, period, if you don't come up inside of my quote-unquote Rolodex in my phone. Yep. I know we don't call them Rolodexes anymore, but you, you know where I'm going with that, the address book. And, and again, I think that, that's, again, this is a habit from even the generations above me. And I love all of you guys. But you have a habit of because when you grew up, when the phone rang, you answered. Absolutely. You didn't have caller ID. I didn't grow up with caller ID, though. So, you know, I, I still grew up in that same era, yet yep. I've trained myself to where if I don't know the number and the person that's calling from it, I'm not answering it. The majority of issues come in when you pick up the phone and start talking to someone that you never should have talked to in the first place. Because here's the other thing. These people are slick. Oh, yes, they are. They and are not only that, but if they ask you, is this... Larry, you never say yes. Nope. Ask, who's asking? Who's asking? Because if who's you say asking? yes, they got your voice, mm-hmm. your voice saying yes, and they can apply that to anything they want to purchase. Who's asking is the first question. Yep. Second of all, again, if you if you don't know the person, you know, fine. Here's the other thing. There's all sorts of scams running around right now. Everything from I'm from your cell phone company, I'm from your cable company, I'm from wherever, and I need such and such. No, you don't. Nope. First of all, they don't call you. They I've come to the conclusion, John, that if I don't, if somebody calls me and wants to sell me something, I hang up because if I want it, I will go find it. Correct. I don't need them to call me. Correct. Correct. Yes. If you want something, you know where to go buy it, right? Yep. So, again... Number one line of defense, just don't answer the phone. The phishing emails Joe was talking about a moment ago when it comes to things that show up as ads, you get emails on them, you'll get them that show up inside of Facebook or Instagram or whatever it happens to be. Again, just ignore those, delete them. They're not real. They're fake. They're scams. They're trying to gain information from you. And once here's the other thing, and I've said this numerous times as well on my other program, Rush to Reason. Do not, do not unsubscribe from any spam emails you get. What you just told them is, I'm real, I'm here, keep sending me stuff. Put it in your spam folder. The unsubscribe does nothing but add to what you're trying to get rid of. Yep. So do not unsubscribe to Larry's point. Just go shove that into your spam folder, or your junk folder, or however your spam filter works on your particular. Well, you could also unit report it, it as spam. You can, and, and most w- of you have filters where that's doable. Yep. Depending upon what email client, you know, what email uh, product you use, you can report it as spam. But bottom line, do not unsubscribe. Uh, you know, don't even open it. If if you look at it and say, "Oh, I don't need that," just just delete it off or shove it into your your spam yep. folder or whatever the case may be. Because the more you unsubscribe from, the more you're going to have. 
Yep. Same reason why we don't answer the phone. When you answer the phone, they know, oh, I've got a real live person, and you yep. just escalated yourself inside of the call centers, plural, because if you think that your number is just staying with one of those scammer call Not centers, no, yep. they sell and, and transfer your information to all of the other scammers that are out there as well. So once you've been scammed by one, you're going to get others because now they know you're a real person. Yes. Okay. And some of you say, well, if it goes to voicemail, don't they know that I'm real? Different level of what they – at that point, no, it's not the same. Because they don't know who who went – how it went to where. They have no idea. It could have been forwarded. There's all sorts of things that could have jumped through. But when you pick up the phone and you're now a live body, they know that. It gets recorded as such, and you're going to get more of them. Yes. Larry said this earlier, but I want to make sure I reiterate this. Never, ever, ever give out your personal information. That would be home address. That would be social security. That would be driver's license. That would be cell phone numbers. If they don't know the number they're calling you on, why would you give it to them? Exactly. If they don't know the credit card that you're supposed to be using to do whatever it is that they're calling about, why would you give them that? If they don't already know your Social Security number, why would you give that to them? And if you do anything at all on Social Security, you only give out the last four. You never give out the whole number. Exactly. Even when you're validating something that you're calling that you know about, they'll never ask you for the whole number. They'll say, I need your date of birth and the last four. Yep, every time. Because they are looking at a screen that has the entire one there anyways, and they know that by your birth date and that last four, you're that person without giving out the whole. And the reason those folks do this, by the way, is they know there's eavesdroppers. Yes. And those eavesdroppers can pick up that information. That's why your credit card company will never even ask you for your full number when you call in for verification, because they know that. Yes, they do. They have all your information. They've got it already. I heard of a scam the other day. Uh, Kurt Rogers has been on here numerous times, and since we're talking on Fix It Radio, I want to add this to it because, again, Joe reminded me of this. And I saw a a video on social media about this the other day. And not that I didn't believe Kurt Rogers, because I always believe Kurt because he's a sharp guy. He talked about this on Fix It Radio and Drive Radio not that long ago. There are still people scamming for wire transfers from the title company themselves. So you're getting ready to close on a house. It's 48 hours prior, and you get a notification in your inbox that such and such title company needs you to transfer X amount of money to their bank account within X amount of time so you can close in 48 hours. What's happening is people know when your closing date is. Don't ask me how they know that because I don't know. Kurt knows all the ins and outs of this. I do not. But they know you're closing on your loan. They know the title company that you're using. They mimic that title company, and when you go to do a wire transfer, it's not going to the title company, it's going to the scammer. What they typically do is change one small letter somewhere that's that's obscure that you don't notice that all of a sudden it's not going to land title, it's going to them instead. And people have been scammed out of hundreds of thousands of dollars and not able to close on their quote-unquote dream home because they just transferred $200,000 that was supposed to go towards the down payment on the next house to someone that they don't know. And now you have to try to backtrack through all of that. And you can keep in mind, when you do a wire transfer from your bank to someone else, it ain't on your bank anymore. You authorized it. 
You gave them the wire info. You said yes, and they sent it. This is now on you. Maybe the title company has some fault because they're not secure enough in what they're sending in and out of their system. That's a whole other conversation legally I'd have to ask Kevin Flesh about. Uh, but at the end of the day, again, this is one of those things where even if the title company calls and says, hey, we need your wire transfer, you know, we want you to transfer money to us. I would pick up, I would do one of two things. I would either call, in our case, Kurt Rogers. Kurt, I just got this notification that I'm supposed to wire money to the title company. He's going to say, what? Let me double check on that. Mm -hmm. Let me make sure we have all of the right routing numbers and everything to go to them to make sure we're doing this correctly. And how do I know Kurt does this? Because I've been with Kurt now for six or seven years, and I know this is how he does things. Well, he's talked about it before in your show. so He, he, he knows. Because he's going to go through the verification process to make sure that this wire, in fact, is legit. And Because here's the other thing. This, this scammer knows the dollar amounts. So that's where you're... You're not as aware because everything matches up with the exception of one small little link that they're sending you to to get all of your routing information from, and it's not going to land title. It's going to a scammer or whatever title. I'm just picking on them. It could be anybody. I don't know. It's the first name that came up when it comes to title companies. It could be anybody. But that's how they do this, and Kurt's talked about it. It's real. I saw a video of it the other day where it's happened. It's still happening. Even with all of the information we have out there about scamming, it's still there. It's still real. And never, ever, ever wire transfer somebody something without talking to the person you're sending it to directly at exactly the same time you're doing it. Well, the, I think the bottom line is if no matter what you do, verify. Verify, verify, verify. Yes. I'll leave it at that. Guys, Drive Radio is coming up next. Ken Rackley should be joining us from Toon Tech Automotive. Myself, Larry Unger, Charlie Grimes. If you're listening to us on Tuesday, thank you very much. Rush to Reason will be coming up next. If you're listening to the Replay Show, thank you for that as well. But we'll be right back. This is Fix It Radio, KLZ 560. Views and opinions expressed on KLZ 560 are those of the speaker, commentators, hosts, their guests, and callers. They are not necessarily the views and opinions of Crawford Broadcasting or KLZ Management, employees, associates, or advertisers. KLZ 560 is a Crawford Broadcasting God and Country station.